1: The
0: payoff. Welcome to an all new episode of The Payoff. I'm Tom. That's Jeff. And Jeff, we're covering one of the best matches in the history of Breaking Point.
1: Yeah. You know, when you think of top tier pay per views uh, that have vanished. Uh, breaking points up there like i know both Bring, you and breaking
0: I, point back
1: yeah absolutely i don't understand why they didn't yeah this is one that uh yeah it, highly talked about all the time as we all know so yeah
0: <laughs> this was the the new unforgiven they, they had done that unforgiven concept a number of times and then they uh ended up um well you were going to cover it but i i have it right here so uh the other so they let the fans choose. It was chosen over submission Sunday, total submission, and submission and quit. Yep. Sure. <laughs> and then the intent was that every in, in the every match would be a submission match. That but that's not what happened. But we ended up getting a submission match, an I quit match, a Singapore Kane match. A submissions count anywhere match and then a couple straight matches so interesting but yeah we're 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 covering breaking point man uh this is this is going to be interesting any reason you chose this match did it pop up on some lists or why'd you
1: yeah this was it was super high rated um on this one you're going to see this one got a lot of stars um, and it was just kind of like it was as we'll see a little bit of a build from some other stuff but it's really just a solid John Cena Randy Orton match like we know Cena just recently or you know a couple months ago popped back up over in London to, or you know the UK to promote you know maybe having Wrestlemania there Um, you know just it, it was very I almost feel like and I have not looked at any of the match really um, other than kind of reading the reviews and getting my notes ready, but I try to avoid the kind of play-by-play on it. I think that this is, could be like a hidden gem of a match. I think, you know, when Cena was wrestling well, um you know even now it feels like forever ago but you know we're looking at almost 15 years ago with randy orton on this one and so um yeah i think we just got a a good match and of course like you said like who does and if we ever get an opportunity to talk about breaking point matches i'm gonna put them on the list like let's be real so um you know that that's what we've got so um and overall like you said
0: it wasn't a terrible card like there was actually
1: some decent stuff on here
0: yeah, we'll jump into it. Uh, but yeah, it's it, it'll be this be a fun one, and it um I think it's going to be a, a real car crash of a match. So yeah, certainly looking forward to it. And with these two guys, there's no shortage of stuff to talk about. So this should be a fun one. Let's get right into the build. Oh, so as we said, we're time we're, uh, for the support. build we're in front of this great Montreal crowd, and it's amazing that like. We we know Montreal's a great wrestling town. We know that it was insane for the um for uh, the screw job uh, pay-per-view, but like they didn't go back there for a while. And you know, obviously this past year, and granted they caught lightning in a bottle of Sammy, but man, what a crowd. So mm. uh, you could you could throw them. I mean, I, I just think there's Jeff, there's probably certain cities that just need to be in the rotation. You yep. know, I mean, and, and and maybe you you look at it like as a two year rotation where you know Montreal probably should have a ple every two years. Um, you know, New York City should have one. I shit, I, I think Puerto Rico may have earned one uh, every couple years, and you know, London was great. And you know, then you rotate some of the big cities throughout the country. And yeah, I just but
1: it proves these international cities deserve it. Like, Because oh. I, I the, the American crowds, we're, we don't have it right now. And dude, so, It's just a
0: whole yeah. different level, and it's not – I mean, the, yep. the thing that's – I mean, you know, the, the volume of the, the – you know, and then the hometown favorites and the crowd, the, the reaction they get. But one of the things, like Money in the Bank, I mean, dude, they were singing every word to songs that I certainly don't know every word to. Like, some of the ones that they were – I was like, wow, that's pretty hardcore, man. So – Anyways, uh, we're we're in Montreal. Uh, we've got the superstars of Raw, SmackDown, and ECW on this one. Twelve thousand in the audience. A buy rate of one hundred and sixty-nine thousand, which was down from the previous year's Unforgiven of two hundred and eleven. So the intent is, hey, let's let's mix up the brand. Let the fans choose. Do something that's a little, uh, you know, gimmicky. But people didn't want it. And, and I, you and I've I've never been a big fan of the submission match concept either i mean there's been some some great ones here and there but for the most part really doesn't do anything for me so uh let's get to the card here dark match of evan bourne defeating chavo guerrero in five minutes we start off with jara show defeating the world's strongest tag team of mvp and mark henry Didn't know they were a tag team with that name. Uh, So uh, Jericho and Big Show are going to retain the tag titles in 12 minutes. Didn't hate them together. Something different. Uh, Kofi's going to retain his U.S. title in 12 minutes against The Miz. Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase are going to defeat DX, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels in a submissions count anywhere match. 21 minutes. That That's a fun match. That actually could be something we want to go back and look at. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kane's going to defeat the great Khali in five minutes and 50 seconds uh, in a Singapore Kane match. Um, Christian is going to defeat William Regal uh, to retain his ECW title in 10 minutes. The match we're going to cover is your semi-main event. And then in the main event, I thought this was interesting, in only eight minutes and 52 seconds, CM Punk is going to retain his World Heavyweight Championship against The Undertaker. So you said it, man. Pretty stacked card. I mean, let's just think about this here. Cena, Orton, Punk, Taker, Christian, Kane, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Cody Rhodes, Kofi Kingston, Miz, Jericho, Jericho. everybody. Woo! Yeah. I mean, you know, that's like, okay, so here, humor me for a second. On this card, who is not going to eventually be a Hall of Famer? Jericho and Big Show Hall of Famers. MVP, I don't know, but but maybe. Uh, He's got a good
1: or- run right now. Like, yeah, with the Hurl. Yeah.
0: yeah. Or Henry, Hall of Famer. Kofi, Hall of Famer. Miz, Hall of Famer. Um, Dibiase Jr. will not be, but Cody will be. Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Kane. Kauley might be. I mean, you know, kind of big star in India. Uh, yeah. Chris Jericho – I'm sorry. Christian, yes, Regal, yes, Cena, yes, Orton, yes, punk, yes, Taker, yes. And by the way, Punk will get in the Hall of Fame at some time and he'll headline and he'll give a great speech. And he may even wrestle a match in WWE at some point. That's what I think. I think him and Triple H will, will do business together at some in one point. One day. So yeah. there you go. That's the show. Uh fun card. Uh, storyline standpoint, Cena Orton. How do we get there for the uh championship?
1: Yeah, overall, so this was interesting. So we're going – so Breaking Point uh, taking place, this is September 13th, 2009. We're going to go back, though, August, uh, just barely even a month, August 23rd, uh, SummerSlam. He had Randy Orton beating, who at the time – or defended the championship against John Cena. Orton was the champ. Um, he actually intentionally got himself disqualified and was counted out of the ring. Now – and he kind of rolled out and then walked up the ring. It was one of those he was typed down. but. But uh, while that would allow him to retain the title, it was restarted, and then eventually Orton pinned Cena. I say it was a super – It was unusual because they restarted and then Orton did I did go back and watch it. He did like kind of a weird RKO, like through the ropes. Um, as like Cena was like leaning out and then it's bounced Cena back, and then Orton got in right away, hit him with an R like actually a really bad RKO, um, to pin him right away after they restarted the match. And so um you actually because of all of that and like him trying to be dq'd vince actually uh gave cena a rematch and so because of the kind of at the time like you said the spirit of the show whatever you want to call it um they decided that this was going to be an i quit match um as we all know they got to make him say i quit and so that's also um he added a second stipulation on this one that if anybody interfered in the match on Randy Orton's behalf, and this was because uh, Brett DiBiase had gotten involved in this previous match that Orton would lose as well. And so this was DiBiase actually, it was at that SummerSlam pay-per-view. He was actually a plant in the audience um, who interfered in the match. And so that's why Vince decided to add that stipulation. And so it's really just kind of a continuation of, excuse me of their previous match and getting into that and so that's where we get uh into this one so yeah that's about it like tight and just kind of going at it
0: i'm pumped i'm looking forward to this one man Should be a good one yeah two, we're at the 2 hour and 1 minute mark of what's just called WWE breaking point on uh peacock yeah, you got, you got to search a little bit hard on Peacock for this one, yeah. You do, and you there's like a Breaking Point movie, and there's some other stuff that pops up, so, yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. All right, man. Um, I am uh, – I'm, I'm pumped to cover this one. Two-hour, one-minute mark. Jeff, are you ready? I got it pulled up. Let's do this. All right. It's time for the payoff. Oh, it's time for the payoff. Gives it that big match feel doing the announcing, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this Well, we know who the heel is and who the baby face is here. Orton is your champion. Dude, Orton looks really, really young.
1: He looks young and he looks good. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just jacked as can be, yeah.
0: Yeah. So Orton's got the spinner belt. Cena has oh, some boat. of the longest. Cena's got some of the longest jean shorts on, I've certainly ever seen him or any other human being in. Like, I actually <laughs> like you can't even see his knee pads. It, it, it's halfway his, down his calf. Yeah, I actually don't know how he's going to work in these things. They're like they're like capri pants. They're not even. Je- I mean, he he wears them like way shorter now. You can't even see his knee pads. Like, I yeah. want to see him actually move around in these things. I find it interesting cuz who was it? Dean Ambrose who I mean hated- he looks inc- he looks incredibly stupid in these things. Yeah. Dean
1: Ambrose said he hated wrestling in jeans cuz you can't move and so I would assume that jean shorts have to be even worse. Yeah. We get to see a chance at this point. I'm at uh, you can give us a sound here. <laughs> I hear some Cena sucks in there. Let's yeah. go Cena Cena sucks. I right?
0: still it back then.
1: Even if Cena had pulled, if he pulled his pants up
0: a little yeah, bit,
1: like yeah, it would it'd still room. be too long.
0: Oh yeah, I mean they're like six inches too long.
1: The dude is about to go twenty minutes with his pants around his ankles, practically. So there you go.
0: Okay. Fast start so, right out of the gate. Yeah. So but, I have to. I have to ask. Should 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 they have made Cena a heel at some point? Um, I think that there was. Pr- I don't. Yes. But I don't think they ever
1: could find the right time to do it or the right story to do it. I think that um, it, were, it could have a sustainable run. I think kind of like with Roman, like well, they when they forced it on us, it, it didn't work, and now we're getting some of the the best storyline stuff from Rand, or, um, Roman Reigns ever. And so I don't know when the time would have been to pull the trigger and who like who he could have worked with to really make that happen. It would have been really interesting to see. I think that like, you know, some, I think he is one of the few, it's almost like one of those, like the, the what if of it, like, would he even would it have worked like could he have done like we know a lot of people go back and forth with the different characters and they can play comedic roles or they could play the heel or you've got someone that can just be like totally multi-dimensional who knows like we'll never for sure know if cena could actually pull that off which i think is interesting like i think he could but who knows like maybe it would have just totally sucked
0: too i don't know how about you I, you know, in in the Cena or uh, Cena or in the Cena heel debate, I point all my evidence and energy towards Roman Reigns. So I believe that what you are seeing with Roman Reigns is exactly what would have happened if John Cena turned heel. Mm-hmm. Would it have been the same storyline? Of course not. But would it have been massive? Would he have here's here's the interesting thing, right? Oh, but Cena sells so much merchandise. How much merchandise do you think Roman Reigns is selling right now? Probably mm-hmm. a shit ton. Now, yep. is Cody Rhodes selling more as a baby face? I would assume yes. But it's not like, oh, we turn Cena heel and we never sell another t-shirt again. No, we may sell one that's black and white and has something that Looks a lot different than hustle, loyalty, and respect. Are you Mm. still going to sell a shit ton of those? I believe so. So you don't turn the merchandise thing off. Now, the make a wish thing, you may have to pause it for a year or two, or you do wishes as a heel and you're not in character when you do those. And there's ways to work around that stuff. But I always thought the make a wish thing, the t shirt sale thing, I just always thought both of those were ridiculous. And I always thought you still could sell it. Now, look at WWE during this era. This was not a good era. I mean, look, made a shit ton of money, great TV deals. Like it's not like, you know, we're we're not looking at an empty building here. But I mean, was this the attitude era? No. Is is this the era that we're living in now? No. This was kind of a eh, there there was a lot of un or a lot of forgettable stuff that occurred during this era, okay? So, to me in this era in 2009 2010 whenever you make cena a heel i think it has a tremendous positive effect on business and i think you you want super cena make it i mean th- i mean jeff think about this like to me this is and it's not all 2020 hindsight cuz i was saying it even at the time but okay so what would have happened if you turned cena heel well he would have been super super cena just like we have super reigns so mm-hmm. john cena in this era have been a heel champion for a year for two years for three years absolutely could he have drawn more money than he did as a baby face absolutely like it would have been better i believe better for the company to give him a heel run he still could have done make a wish he still could have sold merchandise it would have been a different gimmick and if you you know. You, maybe you give him a manager, you give him a Heyman type. I, so I, I think they missed an incredible opportunity to make a hell of a lot more money, create some really compelling TV, and then guess what happens at the end? He becomes a baby face, and then he's a huge. I mean, Roman Reigns is going to be the biggest baby face in the business at some point. I don't know when, but it'll happen unless he goes off to Hollywood. But I think he's going to have a huge baby face run at some point. And, well, and, I think
1: I think we're almost there with the shifting of the of the uh, bloodline storyline.
0: A- absolutely. And, 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 and when it happens, you know, like, like, does it matter if a guy's a baby face or a heel or not? It, it actually doesn't. What you need is people to tune in. I, I'm tuning in to watch the bloodline. I'm tuning in to watch Roman Reigns. Who cares if he's a baby face or, or, or a heel? It doesn't matter. Heels draw money, too as long as you want to watch them. So I think they missed a tremendous opportunity. Now, that being said, did it all work out? Yes, it all worked out fine. You know, yep. Cena is a huge star. I will tell you when he came out at money in the bank, I, wa- I mean, I-, I popped big time and if I was there live, I would have gone nuts and I'm not a big Cena mark by any means. The guy's just a fucking star. And I, and I you know, and I kind of knew he was going to show up. I mean, I saw, you know, he's filming in London. So, like, I had it in my mind. It's just like, you know, the other example I'll give you is, like, when Brock Lesnar shows up. It's not like, I mean, he's working a program with Cody. But when his music goes off on Raw, dude, you go, you're like, oh, it's Brock Lesnar. Like, you pop. Yep. So, anyways, I, I think I think what the WWE has learned um, with this Roman Reigns thing is it's it's good to move back and forth between babyface and heel. Brock Lesnar comes back as a heel, had a fun babyface run. He's a heel again. Like, it, it's good to mix these guys up because, really, they're two different characters. Yep. You know, heel Brock with Heyman is different than babyface Brock, who's different than heel brock without Heyman, right so you're getting these different versions of the characters and i think it's fantastic so i i I wish they would have done it with cena i said it at the time i'll still say it now it's too late now i mean unless he was going to work a full full year program which i don't think we'll ever see again yeah Uh, same here yeah now you know what could be fun is a, a heel program and i again i don't think they'll ever do it but it would be you know could see you no know, i mean it's like when um the rock was was working heel i mean don't forget that when the rock came back from hollywood like he worked as a heel at one point mm-hmm. and and he probably yep. regrets it cuz he probably wanted to you know it's probably not good for movie sales to be a bad guy and shitting on the fans but anyways so uh matches starting off slow here uh orton now I've never seen this before. So Orton takes out the handcuffs. He also has the keys and the keys he put around his neck. So that's kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, just to kind of have him could come play into the story a little bit later. Yeah, you did get one attempt here at Orton to get Cena to say "I quit." Remi- reminder: Yeah, that this is a uh, um or yeah no, our "I quit" match, uh, playing into the theme of the overall show. Yeah, handcuffing him at this point. You never see a regular pair of handcuffs on WWE either. It's always these handcuffs that are like a, like, <laughs> like a yard stick long or a meter long, like where they can just do all this shit. Yeah. And early, too, to get him handcuffed uh, to the ropes here. He's like kind of handcuffed right to the center of the ropes. Yeah, but kind of early to do it, too. So Interesting yeah i, I uh, to your point too i think it is too late to do anything you know unless they're going to give him a long run i i the I, I know the reports right after um money in the bank like it it, it did its job like cena coming out talking about it like trying to get it you know to have another show in london like it worked like there was literally people or uh like people in parliament coming out commenting on it of like yeah we'd love to host it and so boy that's one of those strategies like if that's what they're trying to do it worked in every sense to try and get him to or get them to get interested in it to have a big show like you said it would be a massive show i know reading up on the um the more recent uh like the numbers on the gate i saw money in the bank set a new record for highest grossing arena event in wwe history and friday night smackdown from oh the o2 became the highest grossing smackdown of all kind the weekend generated a combined gate of more than 5.4 million dollars why wouldn't you do these shows Like, it it makes no sense to not have that. And we're only going to see, like, that set the highest grossing. I feel like 2023, we've set the highest grossing a couple different times now. And so we're going to keep seeing it happen as they do these big shows and have these big things happening in places that, like, yeah, that's the thing. Do, Do I feel, like, do I want, like, the flyover state, like, middle America to not get shows? Like, no, of course not, because that's where fans are, too, and they have that. But also, like... They're not gonna do like you know a pay per view in Wyoming, plain and simple. Like they're gonna go where they're generating all this money, and that's I think that speaks to Nick Khan, who quietly has has done this and put this together. And you know that we're just gonna keep seeing that more and more and more in regards to like just bringing in giant dollars. Yeah,
0: and remember too that you know the 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 PLEs. I mean, the bigger you can make them, the better. So. Yep. Can, can you i mean who knows what a, what this company will look like in 5 years i mean oh, man. the business could cool off right i mean it it is cyclical there's ups and downs you know there's no guarantee but let me give you the flip side could every ple be in a stadium in 5 years i mean we we're, we're already at wrestlemania in a, a stadium SummerSlams in a stadium um you know the saudi shows are typically in like a stadium um you know London, Australia. I mean, they've done stadium stuff. You know over there. I mean, could every ple be in a stadium in five years? Possibly, but mm-hmm. but but at the very least, be really big, unique events. And the the reality is, is you've fifty two weeks of programming, which means you have a hundred and four Raw and Smackdowns a year. That's where I think you can you know put them in Indy and Pittsburgh and everything. You know, I mean, you still you can give all these you know, markets a great Raw, a great SmackDown. But, like, for PLEs, I mean, I do think that, you know, I I mean – they don't in. play the Super Bowl in every NFL market, right? And it and it's <laughs> going to be the same thing here where you know some some markets just aren't going to get PLEs. I I personally have no problem with it. If you want to, you know, go to one, you travel to it. You say, "Hey, I'm going to, you know, drive to Detroit. I'm going to fly to Miami, whatever it might be to see one." But yeah, it'll it, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Um, you know, it, 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 especially as you expand internationally because you figure if You can do a PL. I mean, you you start opening up these international markets for PLEs. I mean, there is only ten to twelve of them a year, and they're not going to increase that number. I I mean, I I can't imagine, right? No. So, so you have those. So then you say, okay, well, you know, in Europe there's a handful of markets, and maybe we get into Asia, and maybe we get into India, and um, you know, obviously a number of big U.S. cities, and you know, hey, we could do something in Mexico eventually. I mean, it's amazing how many markets are out there and, and, and international. I mean, you look at, and I, you know, I, I watch a lot of golf. So I followed what, you know, obviously the Saudi government's done with Live and now with the mm-hmm. PGA. And I mean, essentially where they saw the opportunity, and I believe they're correctly right, is, so not not every form of entertainment is popular on every corner of the earth. There's a mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that's popular everywhere. Golf happens to be something that's popular in China and Japan and the U S and in Mexico. I mean, everywhere, right? Everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Um, Soccer every corner of the globe. Yep. Okay. Um, American football is not baseball is not hockey is not. What's another form of entertainment that's uh, on every corner of the earth? The WWE. Yeah. So so what so what they're what they're doing with live golf was we we need franchises and then we need a face for every franchise. So we would love to have Hideki Matsui as a or Matsuyama as a um, captain for a team that's in Japan. Like, do you realize what that could do for the sport and for the so they're they're creating an international league? And I and I really believe that's what WWE is trying to do. They're they're trying to make this as international as possible, which means, you know, PLEs, tours, TV deals on every corner of the earth. And 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 I don't believe they've even scratched the surface of this. I mean, how many people are in India? It it's 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 over a billion, right?
1: Yep. I
0: mean, India's you know exponentially bigger than the United States. Now that doesn't mean that they're going to be able to tour there, and it doesn't mean the economics are the same. But can they? I mean, whatever they're making in India, could they make a hundred times as much ten years from now? Absolutely. So that's where the growth is. So I think you're going to continue to see these PLEs, and and I'm all for it, man. I mean, it's pretty wild to you know, it's kind of surreal. To see London, to see India, to see you know mm-hmm. all these, I find it really interesting as a fan. I really do. I mean, and they're, and they're, they're just they love the product so much, so the, the the atmosphere. So me sitting at home watching a ple. You know, on a Saturday afternoon that's overseas and the crowd's just going nuts and the card is loaded and they have to load the card because they want to give these people an incredible show. It's pretty special, man. And and I and I think it's I I think that it's only going to get bigger and better um, because Nick Khan is completely prepared to grow the company on the world stage. I don't necessarily think Vince McMahon was or had the people around him to do it nearly to this um, capability.
1: Yeah, I think that's interesting. And I think that's part of, like, you got to grow. Like, you and I know, like, we work in an industry where if you're not, like, trying to update and change things, like, you're going to get stagnant. I think that was part of Vince's, like, I think his as much as like you know respect what he did over the years like he just like i think there was a loss of touch there like he just you know he he couldn't quite put his finger on it anymore and so um which i think just hurt in the long run kind of you know we started seeing the decline there it wasn't great and so um yeah we got interesting match we've had but it's slow we had seen a hung up for probably the better part of seven or eight minutes. Um, on the ring post, taking kendo shots, like all kinds of stuff, not quitting. But okay. now Cena has handcuffed himself to Randy Orton. Um, and he's know, like hulking up. And here comes Jordan Cena has exploded!
0: Oh! And now possessed! Oh! <laughs> So this is – so this – um Orton has 10 four-and-a-half-star matches in his career. Okay. Not above four-and-a-half, but 10 four-and-a-halves. Wow. Yeah. And then a bunch of four-and-four-quarters as well. I mean, a ton. Oh, another 18 four-and-a-quarter-star matches. And then another, I mean he has he has fifty matches, at least fifty matches that are four stars or above, according to Melzer. So I mean it's just a ton of, I mean, his body of work is pretty significant. Among those uh oh, Cena. Nope. Oh, oh, my God. oh my God. Cena's wow, has been still handcuffed to a- each other. We're looking for that key. Where is the key? I have no clue. There it is. Where is it? On the inside oh. ring. Trying to, try to get the key. He's got I'm a try to drag Cena their handcuffs so he can't get to this key that's there. That's kind of funny. Um, oh, so so the uh, four and a half star matches. I won't read them all, but uh, Cactus Jack, Randy Orton, which we've covered, was awesome. Uh, we've covered the four way Edge, Cena, Orton, Sean, which was w- we were both very very impressed with. A Money in the Bank match. Um, the oh, here's one that would be fun for us to cover: the uh, Evolution versus uh, Shield match.
1: I do have that on our list. Okay,
0: three on three. Yeah, that would be a really fun one to cover uh elimination um a survivor series match elimination chamber money in the bank yeah but yeah that would be that would be a really fun one to cover too did you you uh i don't we haven't talked about this and oh wow
1: had him to say i quit yeah
0: got him that was quick Uh, which one was this? This was probably like. 12 and you have just uh, I think maybe yeah, i have it in my notes. And yeah. One of the most Matches oh, man, we've ever been a part of. An epic, epic battle. John Cena is now a six-time champion. Ha. There's only, only six. Ten. Oh boy, oh, he's got oh, ten more to go. Here in
1: Montreal, like John Cena or not, he certainly earned the WWE title tonight, and he also oh, earned the respect
0: of everyone in the WWE universe. All right, there you go. Cena is your champion. I-, I thought it was his twelfth reign; it was his sixth. So, in two thousand and nine, he was at six. Hey, thank you, Triple H, for not shifting the championships as much as you are now it, it just makes it so much better don't you agree yeah absolutely 100 percent. all right let's get to the aftermath oh it's time for the aftermath all right so what'd you think man they i mean they beat the shit out of each other yeah, I think it was it was a
1: uh, from a wrestling match standpoint, I was under impressed. From just the, these guys beating the hell out of each other, though, like it was impressive. I think the, the they did a good job of that. I feel like the I don't like the handcuff spots I, or I like the long kind of pin they're hung up, but it makes sense for the like the circumstances of this and i thought when they ended up handcuffed together they did a good job so I, I had some things i liked some things i didn't but overall um it was better than i thought it was uh really just you know beating the hell out of each other plain and simple
0: you know i'm not a i'm not a huge fan of either in ring work so it's just I, I, they've had really good matches i mean they had a they had a ladder match that was really good like a unification okay so he I mean he gets the he uses the handcuff. Gets the, the weird hands, AA. TSU. Yeah, I, yeah. Good, good finish. Um, I, I just, I'm not, I'm just not a major fan of either either guy or or either guy's in ring work. So, Cena's kind of grown on me. Like over the last few years, just because I I think his promos actually, it you know, in his 40s are actually really really good now. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually like him on the mic a lot. Uh, so that that's where I'm at. It, I, you know, I'm 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 never I'm going to be a tough critic on both. um And I think I think either guy with the right opponent can can really put on great matches. I just don't like these two together. Like KO and and uh, Cena, sign me up for that. Styles mm-hmm. and Cena, sign me up for that. So. That's where I'm at on this one. but uh, what what happened after this? I mean, I I my timelines a little off. I, I don't remember when all they wrestled. I just know that they went back to this match. It feels like 50 times. I don't know if I just don't remember this era well, like I don't you. You don't you don't remember it, neither do I. And I so what, what I've always tried to figure out is do, do, do I not remember and you may be the same way, do I not remember this era because it sucked? You know, or was it because I didn't watch as much, but like, you know, this was a weird era because like, so, I mean, I feel like I watched everything in the Attitude era. Yeah. I watch everything now because it's, now it's easy. Now it's easy to watch Raw and SmackDown quickly because you have him DVR'd on YouTube TV. The pay-per-views are free. I don't miss one. I mean, I've watched every pay-per-view in the network era. That's, that's been 10 years. It'll be, it'll be 10 years um, in April that, that the network's been around. So, so, so literally from 2013 to 2023 or, I'm sorry, 2014 to 2024, you've probably watched every pay-per-view. So, but, but this was five years prior to that. So you, you, you probably, you weren't watching this pay-per-view, neither was I, I didn't pay $50 for breaking point. So I think (laughs) a lot of this gets lost because we, I mean, there were only 119,000 people that bought this pay-per-view. So unless you went back on the network and watched it, which, you know, we are now, but there's just a lot of stuff you didn't see in this era. You also, maybe you had a DVR at this point. I don't know. I mean, I I guess I probably did, but it was a little clunkier. So, like, I wasn't going back and watching all the Raw and SmackDowns either. So I think it's, I think it's a combination of a lot of those things, why we don't remember this stuff as well. But I think part of it, is it just wasn't as good
1: yeah and and so this is yeah and i'll go through some of this so yeah and so it was hell in a cell in october at hell in a cell he actually lost the title back to orton but then he won it back at bragging rights in late october which again another pay-per-view that i don't remember at all um and this one too. You think we would remember? This was Cena beat Randy Orton. It was a sixty man Iron Minute match or Iron Man match. Like, and so and it, Cena beat Orton six five in that one. Like, how do I don't I don't know how I don't remember that. <laughs> like, and so um, yeah, and so that would be title run number seven. is a is anything goes Iron Man, and so um, and then. He retained – it was a triple threat against Triple H and Shawn Michaels at Survivor Series, but then ended up losing
0: it to Sheamus at TLC in December. I don't remember any of this. Like, no, it's just it – it, it, yeah, and again, uh, we weren't watching it as much as we are now. We weren't on Twitter as much as we are now. So there, there, that is part of it. But a lot of it is just – it was forgettable. and I mean, all these title changes just all blur together, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking to That that sixty-minute match was, th- or three and a half stars from Meltzer, like just really weird. Like, yeah, I don't know. And so, um, yeah, and so, uh, and then after that, it was like two thousand nine. Um, There was the tournament to crown the superstar of the year. Um, You had Cena defeating CM Punk in the first round and Orton in the finals to win that honor. So sure. Um, Orton then, Orton actually had his feud with Kofi Kingston. um, And so him interfering with some of the Cena matches. And so them getting into it a little back and forth. Uh, And then you actually ended up with these guys at the Survivor Series series uh matchup of Kingston's team defeating Randy Orton's team uh after Orton was eliminated last by Kofi and so team Kingston was Christian, Kofi, Mark Henry, MVP and R Truth beating Orton's team A g- great uh, just an unusual but fun team here Punk cody rhodes randy orton ted dibiase and william regal and so sure um and then and the if TLC, they, hey, if they
0: never do another survivor series match again will you be disappointed
1: uh not no i won't not under the some of the way they've been doing it they need oh, to mix it, it up but,
0: but hey but hey give me give me uh, uh give me a, a men's and a women's war games every year I'm, i'm down for that
1: yeah, mix it up, or every other year, give us something, bring yeah. us the, bring us back. What is it, Cyber Sunday? Let us start voting again. Like, why we're not doing that in this in the era that we're in right now? It makes no sense to me, but whatever. So, um, yeah, who knows? But okay, uh, two thousand nine, Cena three, Orton five. Um, uh, observer on the, actually the torch didn't have anything on this one but the observer Uh, the latest WWE gimmick themed pay-per-view breaking point where the top matches were either I quit or submission bouts was a success largely based on the Randy Orton John Cena title match Cena won the title with a handcuff assist choke submission and one of his best career matches Uh the match was wonderful because it was so simple that the two guys could have put it together backstage in about 30 seconds then gone out there and told an awesome story just through their work Orton was was just about the most tremendous heel ever and put on a performance where you could argue he's perhaps the best in the world at what he does they call this an epic battle wouldn't go that far but it was a great battle and orton was monumental here just a best in the world level performance and cena more than held his own four and a quarter stars from david Meltzer. so tom where are you going to throw this one seven yep it's right where I am. Yeah,
0: I mean it, good. It was good. I I, I didn't I, Yeah, I I just this era to me, uh you know, even at the time, like I wasn't like, man, I, I gotta pluck down, you know, 40 bucks to see Cena Orton. I, I just did didn't do anything for me, man. Sorry. But I mean mm-hmm. it was solid solid match. I mean, it's good, but it's it's nothing that I think uh, you you have to go watch unless you're a big fan of one or both of those guys. How about you?
1: Yeah, I think there were some other matches during this time that we could give a little bit more attention to, but at the same time, it wasn't it was a really good match. Like I can't complain at all about it. Like it was just really good. And so, um, yeah, just one of those things where, you know, I, it, it's just good, plain and simple. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll stick with a seven as well too, because and two like just two of the top performers ever, like how can you complain about that plain and simple? So, um, yeah, really good stuff. Um, want to remind everybody, of course, before we send you home, uh, make sure you use a manscape 20% off. That code payoff, Caldera and Lab also twenty percent off. Payoff is your code, uh, Manscape. You're also getting free shipping. Anything you're putting in the cart there. Um, I just had to order some new blades actually for my stuff. I've been using it for so long and it's going so well. I was like, you know what, it's time. And so I got some more blades and got everything uh, polished up a little bit, cleaned up, and so it's all ready to go for the future and me looking fantastic. So um yeah, payoff using those codes at both stores. So yeah. Um, yeah, next week we're mixing it up a little bit here. I'm excited. We're going back to ECW for a little bit, which what's been a, it's been a hot minute, and so I'm excited for some uh, some luchador action in ECW next week.
0: Dude, I can't I can't wait. I'm so excited for this. Tight Myster- match, shorter Mysterio match, but that's like, okay. Grossies. Yep. Dude, this is like, I mean, Mysterio. Are you yep. kidding? This is 1995. He's it's still a growing. debut. Yeah. Oh, my God. And we're watching his son wrestle. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Cool. And his son's really over, too. Oh, um, boy. All right, Keep dude. Talking about that. This Good. was fun. Uh, We'll catch you all next week on an all-new episode of The Payout.